Good evening, brothers and sisters. How are you all today? So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Page one six four. So this this whole section is about karma. Yeah, it's about karma, and so this is uh, this is actually a whole um, subsection uh, from the Majjhima Nikaya one three five, Chula Kama Vibanga. So it is the the sutta title is Chula Kama Vibhanga, which which actually means the small uh, analysis on karma. Yeah. So Chula means small, uh, Kama is is karma. Vibhanga is usually translated as analysis. Yeah. So uh, there is also the Maha Kama Vibhanga. Um, so in this sutta, the Buddha give a uh, relatively thorough, but con- compared to the other sutta, it's a brief one. Yeah. So the at the start, it uh, begins with one of the Brahmin, yeah, called Subha, a Brahmin student who asks the Buddha the reasons for uh, the differences. Yeah. Uh, why some people are born with uh, short life? Some long life, some uh, ugly, some pretty, uh, and so on. Uh, so we have come up to page one six four. We have finished uh, paragraph twelve. So the next one is um, thirteen. Huh? Oh, only eleven. Uh. So number twelve. We haven't finished number twelve. Uh, 11, 12. Huh? Okay. Because we, I finished one whole set. Yeah, today should be to 13. So confident. Uh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, because it comes in a pair. One where eleven is where a person is envious, yeah, have resentment and so on, and as a result, uh, the person may be reborn in the lower realms, or when reborn as a human being is reborn with without influence. Then twelve is the opposite. Yeah, so the past week we went through them. Uh, we finished. Uh, a whole set which is both the negative and then the positive one so para 13 here student so the student here refer to the Brahmin student Subha 
this is the Buddha uh, addressing the Brahmin student. Some man or woman does not give food, drink, clothing, carriages, garlands, sands, unguents, beds, dwellings, and lamps to ascetics or Brahmins. Because of performing and undertaking such action, uh, then you have the dot dot dot, and this is the same for the past few uh, para, which is referring to the earlier one. Yeah. So if you refer to the earlier one, because of performing and undertaking such action, then uh, if you look at para 5, on the breakup of the body, after death he is reborn in a state of misery, in a bad destination in the lower world, in hell. But if on the breakup of the body, after death, he is not reborn in a state of misery in a bad destination in the lower world in hell, but instead comes back to the human state. Uh, then from there, uh, we continue into Parat 13. Yeah? But if, he, if instead he comes back to the human state, then wherever he is reborn, he is poor. This is the way, student, that leads to poverty. Namely, one does not give food. Then you have dot 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 again. So this is referring to the earlier part of the paragraph. Does not give food, drink, clo clothing, carriages, garlands, sands, unguents, beds, dwellings, and lamps to ascetics or brahmins. Yeah, so this is the, again, it comes in a pair. 13 is where those, uh, there are those who do not give, uh, and then 14 is those who, are, who give. Yeah. So in 14, but here student, some man or woman gives food, drink, clothing, carriages, garlands, sands, unguents, beds, dwellings, and lamps to ascetics or Brahmins because of performing and undertaking such action. On the breakup of the body after death, he is reborn in a state of misery in a bad destination in lower world in hell. But if on the breakup of the body after death, he is not reborn in a state of misery in a bad destination in lower world in hell, but instead comes back to the human state. Then wherever he is reborn, he is wealthy. This is the way, student, that leads to wealth, namely one gives food, drink, clothing, carriages, garlands, sands, unguents, beds, dwellings and lamps to ascetics or Brahmins. Yeah. So, uh, so this is the the next pair, and these are the dis the the reply uh, based on the earlier question that this uh, Brahmin student asked. Yeah. You can see the question in uh, para three. Yeah. So over there, a, a recap, Master Gotama, why is it that human beings are seen to be inferior and superior? For people are seen to be short-lived and long-lived sickly and healthy, ugly and beautiful, without influence and influential, poor and wealthy, low-born and high-born, stupid and wise. Why is it, Master Gotama, that human beings are seen to be inferior and superior? Uh, so, this is the question from the Brahmin student to the Buddha. And the Buddha first replied that, um, that beings are, the own, are owners of their actions, heirs to their actions, they originate from their actions, are bound to their actions, have their actions as their refuge. 
It is action that distinguishes beings as inferior and superior. So this was the Buddha's reply in brief, yeah, without going into specifics, uh, just going to the principle, which is the principle of karma, yeah, the law of karma, that we own our actions. Yeah? Beings are owners of their action. That means if I do something, this belongs to me, doesn't belong to you. Yeah. So if you consider this, there are certain implications uh, with respect to our Chinese uh, traditional interpretation of karma. Yeah. Uh, when we see, let's say, uh, something good happen to uh, a certain family, then we often attribute it to the ancestors. Yeah. We say, oh, to Xian Yu Da. Yeah. Or if something happened to the to the family, the young ones, then we say, oh, to Xian Zuo Da Er Si. Uh, Zhao Er Ye. When we say Zhao Ye, right, uh, it, it, we usually say Zhao Ye. Uh, but we must know that Ye is actually actions. Your son, Ye Yo Er. So when we, in Hokkien, when we say Zik Ang, that means we that someone has accumulated uh, evil or, or wrongdoing. Yeah. Oh, so the when we say Zhao Ye, uh, actually uh you're you're not wrong uh, because Many people nowadays, it, very commonly when we say Zhao Ye, it is only, usually talking about bad things. Uh, but actually, the, the term originally is neutral. Yeah, uh, Can be wholesome, can be unwholesome also. Uh, but uh, can be sun, can be earth. Uh, so, um, which also means that from what the Buddha uh, observed and then teach from his wisdom, uh, we don't say that oh, to sin in, to sin in kiasun, the 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 traditional okay. Chinese attitude, right? Yeah. yeah. Then if let's say and and so, oftentimes if let's say, uh, uh, that something happened to the child, or oh, then we look at the parents or the ancestor and say, well, what have you all done in the past? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in fact, uh. From the teaching of karma, uh, this is not directly true. Uh, not directly true. Yeah. So th- there are also those who then ask the question, but um, in that case, then what is the reason why those, uh, in some cases, it seems to be true. Yeah. We say that, oh, those family where they have, uh, let's say, uh, engaged in certain trade, yeah, let's say that involved a lot of killing, then they they will say that oh somehow you see the kiasuna uh, the the descendants there's some problem, so from a karma point of view it's not a direct uh, grandparents do wrong or or great grandparents then the the descendants receive the result no, but rather we say that when they do such deeds, um, very uh, common and likely to attract. Uh, those who also have done similar deeds. Yeah. So those who are reborn in that family then are just receiving their own 
uh, karma yeah, from the past, not receiving the grandparents' one. Yeah. Uh, but and at the same time, you see, sometimes in one whole family, uh, maybe the, the the family is involved in certain trade, but hey, there's one one of the descendant refused to go into the trade, uh, and then sometimes uh, a lot of things happen. Then there's one of the descendants that just don't have all these things happen. Yeah, uh, because as a family. Usually, we're not. If if you have um, uh, siblings or you you are you have a family, uh, families don't happen by chance uh, in Buddhism. Yeah, usually uh, not one life also. Usually many lives, uh, but may not always be family. Uh. this life family, next previous life maybe friends, another life maybe close friends, another life maybe husband and wife. You know, yeah, from the Buddha's own past life example, we see he and his disciples, they were uh, intertwined in many, many lives. Uh, the difference is that the Buddha and his disciples, they were intertwined wholesomely. Uh, sometimes the disciples blur, go and do stupid things, then the Buddha in the past life, go and guide them. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Then sometimes, sometimes it's the, uh, they, they help each other. So, um, heirs of the action. Yeah. So we own our action, and we are the heirs of our action. So uh, the second part is to say that we we become uh, the in, we we inherit the result of this action. Yeah. Heirs means those who uh, who are receiving an inheritance. Yeah. Uh, but here, uh, what kind of fruits do you inherit, and from who do you inherit? Yeah, worldly possessions we inherit from our parents, from our relatives, from whoever want to give us. Yeah, uh, that person passed away, then suddenly you receive a loyal letter. Oh, congratulations! You have inherited uh, so and so's estate. Yeah, better hope that it doesn't include that, ma. <laughs> but actually, I, 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 I don't know. I don't think so, right? They cannot transfer that over. Yeah. So, yeah. But here, as of their action. Yeah. So, uh, we we inherit. That means we have done something. Then later when it produces a result, uh, we, uh, we become the uh, as. They originate from their actions. The they here actually refers to sentient beings. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the day is not other people. It's actually referring to all of us. They originate from their actions. So, like now, you know, there's this, uh, sometimes we have this question. Uh, we do action, next time we receive results. Yeah. In future, we get the, the results. Um, in fact, we are the results. It's not that in future we get an apple. We are the apple. We are the fruit. The human rebirth, this is the result. Yeah. So it, that's, it's not a separate I going to receive a result in future. It is that the our existence is the result of our actions. Oh. So here, 
they originate from their actions, are bound to their actions. Uh, so tendency is that we, uh, we, our, we are limited by our actions. Yeah, uh, like our habitual tendency. Yeah, we keep doing something, so we are bound by it. Yeah, because of our actions, we are bound by it. The results will bound us. Yeah, but here, there's something uh, we can break away from this. Yeah, but how to break? We must change our actions. Uh, must change our actions. So have the actions as their refuge. Yeah. So we don't take refuge. Uh, most people don't take refuge in Chipper Gem. Take refuge in what they do. Yeah. That means they rely on their action. Uh, so this is the. This was the start. Now we are already at the later part of the question and answers ready. Yeah. So thirteen fourteen goes through a whole series of different items. Food, drink, uh, these are all classified as uh, nutrient for the body. Then clothing, clothing, uh, carriages. Clothing is, uh, well, simply clothing. Carriages is the transport. Garlands, sand, uh, unguents. These are things that is, uh, can be used as adornments or uh, applied to the body. Yeah. Then beddings, dwellings, lamps. These are uh, amenities, things that people use. Yeah. So, and here the the recipients, uh, you you notice that the Buddha never say, uh, give all this to Buddhist monks and nuns. Uh, it says ascetics or Brahmins. Yeah. So it even include Brahmin. Yeah. So this is the interesting part about Buddhist teaching. Um, the teaching on karma is not uh, monopolistic. Yeah, it doesn't say, "Oh, you just give to Buddhists." Yeah, but anyone who is cultivating, yeah, anyone who is cultivating, and you give, there's result. Yeah. So, uh, now of course, if you if you just look at this, right? It's uh, easy to then conclude that, or to think that, um, our actions in this life has no results. Yeah, easy to think in this way. So this is all. This is about the state that you are born in. Okay, you notice, wherever he is reborn, he is wealthy. Yeah. So this is to be reborn wealthy. Yeah. But the Buddha also teach us that if you want to be successful, you can be, uh, you can be detailed in your work. You can put in effort to learn your trade and so on. Yeah, which is in the previous chapter. Yeah, the earlier part regarding uh, happiness uh, visible in this life. Uh, so if you just a quick recap, uh, this chapter, chapter five, is the way to a fortunate rebirth. So that's why all these examples are about how you are born. Okay? If it doesn't change the fact that after you are born, your actions can make a difference. Huh? So if you if we look at the happiness uh, visible in the present life, 
turn to page 128. Uh, 128, you have the example of the woman. Then, if you look at uh, one, if you look at uh, one two four, then you have the example for men, and both are actually identical. Uh, so, if you look at one two four, four things that lead to the welfare and happiness of a family man in this very life. What four? The accomplishment of persistent effort, the accomplishment of protection, good friendship, and balanced living. Now, if you look at the uh, this this second last paragraph uh, in one two four about accomplishment of persistent effort, and what is the accomplishment of persistent effort? Here, biaga paja. Whatever may be the means by which a family man earns his living, whether by farming, trade, cattle raising, archery, or civil service, or by some other craft, he is skillful and diligent. He investigates the appropriate means and is able to act and arrange everything properly. This is called the accomplishment of persistent effort. Yeah. yeah so, uh, the Buddha don't. Uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't look at the teaching and then just go on to one side. Yeah, there are those who look at this and say, "Oh, the Buddha only emphasized on uh, your present effort," but there are also teachings talking about future life. Then there are those who only look at the the rebirth part, yeah, the karma part, and just ignore uh, present life karma. Yeah, only think about, "Oh, I do present karma for future results." So actually, such Buddhists live in the future. <laughs> yeah. Then there are those who worry about what they have done in the past. Then they live in the past. Then there are those who uh, ignore the teachings on past life and future life, and then only think, oh, only my present effort. Uh, I must do my work. Uh, then it's also not seeing the whole picture. Huh? So that's to say that 13 and 14 describes how you are going to be reborn. Uh, but if a person after being reborn in the uh, being reborn wealthy, uh, but after that he don't put in persistent effort. Yeah, meaning that uh, whatever trade his family is in, of course in today's society not a family trade anymore. Yeah, uh, but in today's society, especially in Singapore, then it means this person born wealthy. Uh, but if he don't uh, get a proper education, don't put in effort to study, then what will happen? Can be rich lah. Then drive big car. Then yeah, maybe take over the family business, and after a few years, bankrupt the company. <laughs> okay. Uh, any questions about thirteen fourteen? Okay, 15. Here, student, some man or woman is obstinate and arrogant. So this is the next section, uh, next paragraph. He does not pay homage to one who should receive homage, does not rise up for one who is in whose presence he should rise up, does not offer a seat to one who deserves a seat, does not make way for one for whom he should make way, 
and does not honour, respect, revere and venerate one who should be honoured, respected, revered and venerated. Because of performing and undertaking such action, and again the same dot dot dot. So I leave it to you all to refer to the same. Uh, so again, either reborn in the state of misery in the lower realms, yeah, or maybe can be reborn in a human state. So here, but if instead he comes back to the human state, then wherever he is reborn, he is low born. That means born in a in a uh, lowly family. Yeah. Uh, in today's society, is this still uh, evident? Uh, actually, you can still see that difference. Uh. Yeah. Uh, if although in Singapore we don't have a caste system, yeah, uh, like there is no strictly speaking a caste. Yeah. So, uh, even if you are born in a uh, family that is, let's say, lower income and so on. Uh, you can still go to public school, yeah. So that's the difference in Singapore that is different from societies in the past, and perhaps in some other countries even today, yeah. Uh, by and large, uh, public education that has helped uh, the the whole country to move vertically, socially and economically move. <clears throat> uh, one could argue and say that one could consider. Uh, private education, for example, to go and study, let's say, in international school, ah, then you know, yeah. But if you think about it in Singapore, uh, I think majority of Singaporeans are all uh, educated in the public school, so to go to a special school is considered a privilege, yeah. Going to a public school is not considered underprivileged, uh, so that's a distinction here. Oh. Um, so this is the way student that leads to low birth namely one is obstinate and arrogant yeah. he does not pay homage to one who should receive homage does not rise for one who, is, who uh, for one in whose presence he should rise up does not offer a seat to one who deserves a seat does not make way for one for whom he should make way, and does not honour, respect, revere and venerate one who should be honoured, respected, revered and venerated. Yeah. So this this is together with 16. 16 is the opposite. Uh, let's go through 16 first. So, but here, student, some man or woman is not obstinate and arrogant. He pays homage to one who should receive homage, rises up for one in whose presence he should rise up, offers a seat to one who deserves a seat, makes way for one who for whom he should make way, and honours, respects, reveres, and venerates one who should be honoured, respected, revered, and venerated. Because of performing another taking such action, again, dot dot dot, basically such a person will be reborn in a good destination in heaven, or uh, but if instead he comes back to the human state, then wherever he is reborn, he is high-born. That means born into a family of high status. Yeah. So this is the way, student, that leads to high birth. Namely, 
one is not obstinate and arrogant. Um, he pays homage to one who should receive homage, rises up for one in whose presence he should rise up, offers a seat to one who deserves a seat, makes way for one for whom he should make way, and honors, respects, reveres, and venerates one who should be honored, respected, revered, and venerated. Uh, so here the 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 cause and then the 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 fruit, uh, the action and the fruit is uh, being obstinate and arrogant, and because of this, uh, doing some actions such as not paying homage to those who should receive homage, not rising for those whom he should rise up. Yeah. Um, so here, as I was going through this, um, a thought came to me. Like today we have um, uh, reserve seats in public transport. The reserve seats are for elderly, for those who are uh, who are handicapped, for those who are pregnant, those who are sick, and so on and so forth. Um, so, a long time ago, when um, when I, I heard someone make a comment that uh, there was one country where one of the one of the uh, head of state, or I think it's the wife of the head of state, is actually uh, handicapped. Yeah. So uh, that person commented, passed a comment saying that that is a sign of uh, the the overall like um, shift. Yeah. Overall shift in uh, how we value things. So, um, think about these two terms. Uh, uh, we give things to people. Sometimes we give things to people because they need it. Sometimes it's because they are deserving of it. Yeah. These two are slightly different. Uh, but today, these two are oftentimes the line between the two are blurred. Whether a person is in need of it or deserving of it, uh, sometimes the meaning yeah, and the scope becomes blurred. Yeah. So, for example, um, when a, in, in public school, uh, I don't know about now, in school, when teachers come in, do the students do they still do that today? Our pre- Our time still has to. Huh? Our time has to. Yeah, yeah la, but now, do you all know? Anyone with kids still in school? <laughs> huh. Yeah, so so this is this is an example where um, the teacher don't need the respect, but is deserving of the respect. Yeah, it's not that the teacher need your need the students to stand up. Wow. If you that, like you know what I mean? Um, and the teacher may actually be the be a stronger one and don't need a seat, but is deserving of a seat. 
So whereas, let's say a person who is um, uh, elderly is very interesting. Because elderly, there are two parts. One, the elderly may be weaker. Yeah, Today, we look at the elderly as being weaker. But traditionally, when we offer a seat to someone who is a venerable, actually the term venerable used in Buddhism nowadays is, is, um, is just commonly used. Uh. But the term venerable actually means someone who is elderly. Yeah. Yeah, someone who is elderly. <laughs> That's why... <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but then the question is, why is it used to refer to monks and nuns? Yeah, because uh, monks and nuns are supposed to possess the qualities of those who are elderly. Yeah, and what are the qualities? Those who are knowledgeable and wise. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yes. And so... The thing about being elderly, right? Today, when we offer seats to elders, um, we may, uh, it may not be done so much out of respect, like Zun Lao, you know? Zun Lao Jing Xian. It's not, because Lao Ren Jia Hen Ke Lian, you know, it's not that elders are weak, then we must offer a seat. It's that out of respect, oh, you have lived for so long, and you must have contr. I mean, no matter how, uh, minimally, you have contributed to society. So I respect your contribution. I offer a seat. Uh, that, uh, that should be the way. But, uh, but today, <laughs> the way it's positioned is grouped together. Uh, elders, la, sick, la, handicapped, la, then pregnant lady. La. I mean, no offense towards pregnant lady. But in a sense, for those who are pregnant, um, it is also more of a need than a deserving thing. Yeah, uh, I mean it's 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 can be seen in that 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 way. Yeah. So here, here, all this is about um, those who are deserving. Yeah, those who are deserving of it. Yeah, deserving of homage should receive homage. Yeah, should uh, that one should rise in that person's presence. Yeah, uh, offer a seat, make way. Yeah, and of course, honor, respect, and reverence, veneration. Yeah, all this is not is never needed. Uh, the last four. If you look at the last four, honor, respect, revere, and venerate. This four, uh, page one six four, para fifteen. You can see in para fifteen and sixteen, but the last four. Yeah, the first few involve action. The last four um, is about the kind of treatment. Yeah, honor, respect, revere, and venerate. This can be expressed in many ways. It can be using a gesture. It can be using words. It can many ways. Okay, so if you look at the last four, especially the last four, um, is always not because of a need. Uh, an elderly person, no matter how much he has done, he don't need us to respect him. He don't need us to honor him, to revere him, or venerate him. Yeah. But we consider this person to have certain uh, virtue and quality. So we, when you see the person, you you stand. Uh, um, Ah, uh, uh, precisely. That's exactly. 
Yeah. So that's exactly what I'm saying. Nowadays, when we um, give the that when we give that seed, um, the line is a bit blurred. Yeah. We don't make the distinction between those who need versus those who are, who deserve it. Ah. So and uh, and and I mentioned about how elderlies elders. Uh, may fall into both categories, yeah. Because an elder should be respected for the contribution to society. I mean, the assumption is that he, no matter how how what kind of job you have worked for so long, you have contributed, huh? Ah, yeah, precisely. People forget about the 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 contribution that elders have done for society, yeah. Um, unless the person is jobless la, then jobless will fall like beggar for the whole life then yeah but we shouldn't make such assumption uh, and that's the point you see that today when we look at the public transport in terms of the reserve seat right uh, it's focused more on what I would look at as the politically correct thing yeah uh, but it's not wrong also uh. it's just that it is more on the those who need it rather than those who deserve it. Uh, and the education, the, the overall narrative and message that comes out focuses more on uh, the need and especially the physical need. So they, they, they would they sort of position the elder as old, oh, very poor thing, you should let them have a seat. Yeah. I mean, this is also probably crucial, but now the other side is oftentimes ignored. Uh, so here is about the second type, which is about those who deserve it. Uh, and why? So you see, if you com- look at the opening sentence for uh, para 15, some man or woman is obstinate and arrogant. Yeah, It's not saying that these people are unkind, uh, uh, is that these people are obstinate and arrogant. And that's why the whole list is about that these people deserve, that means they have certain qualities, virtues, that make them deserving of uh, of a seat for us to stand up when we see them and so on and so forth. Uh, but this person, such a person is obstinate and arrogant. That's why I don't do it. Yeah. Now, it is not that, here I must highlight, it is not that, let's say, a person who should receive homage then someone never give then that person I mark you you never give huh? then I curse you or what no not because of that huh? not because of that that there is the bad result but purely because when you see someone who is worthy of respect and you don't show respect you're planting the seeds inside yourself uh, so this is the thing Um, also take note that this was said 2,500 years ago. Um, around the same time, in ancient Greece, further up north, way up north in the Mediterranean, there, there are Greek philosophers, uh, Plato. Yeah. And he made, uh, he didn't comment about the karma, but he commented about youth. Yeah. He is said to have commented on youth, saying that, uh, look at the youth nowadays. 
they are lazy, they are indolent, they are they do not rise for for the elders, they are disrespectful and so on. The description is almost like what we talk about youth today. But this was said two thousand five, six hundred years ago already. So it seems like youth are always like that. <laughs> very very interesting. Yeah, we, we tend to think now like that. But my point the, the point here is two thousand five, six hundred years ago, Plato made such a statement also. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. When I was when I was uh, in P four, uh, I uh, I had six months of English tuition, um, and uh, so when the, we, the, the it was a group tuition, so my sister and I went to the tuition, went for the tuition, and so when the teacher came around and came came around. I would stand up. Um, I didn't think much about that to stand up. Um, uh, and then one day, the teacher actually commented that, ah, see, he's the only one who stand up when I come. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in fact, in the Hasutra class, you also notice when I go around, there are some who would, uh, and it's usually the more elderly one who actually stand up. <laughs> but Singapore is quite interesting because we adopted uh, pseudo Western Eastern uh, culture. We tend to think that our Westerners uh, don't have so much of this. Actually, the traditional Westerners they actually have a lot of this manners as well. Yeah, uh, it's just that we adopted the <laughs> the just some part of the Western things. Uh. Okay, seventeen. Here, student, some man or woman does not visit an ascetic or Brahmin and ask, Venerable Sir, what is wholesome, what is unwholesome, what is blamable, what is blameless, what should be cultivated, what should not be cultivated, what kind of action will lead to my harm and suffering for a long time, what kind of action will lead to my welfare and happiness for a long time. Because of performing and undertaking such action, dot 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 again, meaning leading to the lower realms, in the mis- uh, being reborn in a state of misery, then dot dot again. But if instead he comes back to the human state, then wherever he is reborn, he is born stupid. This is the way, student, that leads to stupidity. Namely, one does not visit an ascetic or brahmin and ask such questions. The next paragraph is the opposite. But here, student, some man or woman visits an ascetic or a Brahmin and asks, Venerable Sir, what is wholesome? What is unwholesome? What is blamable? What is blameless? What should be cultivated? What should not be cultivated? What kind of action will lead to my harm and suffering for a long time? Because of performing and undertaking such action, 
Yeah, so in this case, it looks identical. The difference is that such a person actually do it. The previous paragraph, the person don't visit ascetic or Brahmin, do not ask these questions. So um, he can be reborn in the in the heavenly realm in a good destination, but in, instead he comes back to the human state. Then wherever he is reborn, he is wise. This is the way, student, that leads to wisdom, namely one visits an ascetic or Brahmin and asks such questions. So, um, again, sometimes if we, uh, if we look at this, we can look at it as, uh, look at karma as some magical force that somehow you do this and then you get that result. But especially for this case, right, uh, you can consider if a person uh, is able to visit ascetics and Brahmins, yeah, like if you are born in some countries where you don't have a chance, then bopian it all, yeah. But if you have access to some ascetic or Brahmin, and the ascetic and Brahmin also let you go and visit, and you can ask. Uh, maybe some you go there, then what you want, what you want, go back, go back. <laughs> then, then will be enough. But if let's say you have access and you can ask, you can ask what is wholesome, what is unwholesome, what is blameable, what is blameless, and so on. In other words, ask about the Dharma. Ask about, uh, ask to have wis- to have knowledge, to have wisdom. Yeah. In other words, to go and learn from the ascetic and Brahmin. Yeah, but a person choose not to. Then what does it mean? You are choosing not to be wise, not to be knowledgeable. Yeah. So it's, it's a you can see actually from this the, the, the action itself, you are we such a person is making a, a, a direction already. Huh? Yeah. Should be quite good. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why whenever you ask, yeah, can ask question. Yeah, must ask what is wholesome, what is unwholesome, what is blameable, what is blameless. <laughs> Some, to, to show, know, but as a green one, uh, yes, of course. They know, yeah. they raise, raise understand what they ask. Yeah, there are some people who don't know how to ask, also. Yeah, mm. that's true, also. But having said that, uh, there's, there's, if, if it's a teenager, we can say that. Teenagers don't know what to ask, also, right? Um, then uh, there are some people who choose not to ask. Um, here, it doesn't go into why they don't ask. Yeah, it is simply that if you don't ask, then you 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 are planting the seeds of not non knowledge. Yeah. Uh, as to why the person don't ask, can be many. There are those who are very proud, like the previous case, are very proud. So in the first case, first place, if a person commit the paragraph fifteen, then very likely seventeen will follow. 
uh, very likely 17 will follow. If you don't pay respect and so on, then very unlikely for you to still want to ask questions. Yeah. So, if you're uh, outside uh, driving, then you see a monk walk past, quickly horn. Horn, horn! Variable, variable. Can you tell me what is wholesome, what is unwholesome? <laughs> what is blameable and what is unblameable? What is blameless? Wow. Then you go to you, yeah, you go to Ling Zi, then eating, then suddenly you see the monk or nun come in there. Uh super super <laughs> Wow. this is talking about us. How about true books kind of thing? Uh so yeah, your question is uh this is about going to ascetics and Brahmins to ask. How about if we read books? Uh, if you if you read books, it can count as a form of uh, learning already. Yeah. So if you read books, read Dharma books, then it it should count also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But having said that, um, how do I put it? Uh? like let me give you all a few scenarios. And it may help you all understand. <coughs> so, for example, <coughs> just now we talked about how if you are born in a country where there are no no sangha, yeah, in some countries there are so few sangha and the country is so big. To find a sangha member, you must really travel a long distance, and you you may not find one also. So, um, in such a case, then um, minimally you should be. Referring to the text, uh, and if let's say if you are uh, born in a place where there's not even uh, Dharma books or uh, Buddhist monastics, uh, or for that matter, ascetics and Brahmins, then minimally we should uh, frequent those who are uh, also lay people, but they are knowledgeable and wise. Yeah. Like in the previous chapter, there's also mentioned about that. Yeah, for a lay person, I think at page one, two, four, there's mentioned about. Um, uh, so if you look at one, two, four, what is the last line and what is good friendship here? Biagapaja, in whatever village or town a family man dwells, he also sits with householders or their sons, where whether young or old who are of mature virtue, accomplished in faith, moral discipline, generosity and wisdom. He converses with them and engages in discussion with them. He emulates them in regard to their accomplishment in faith, moral discipline, generosity and wisdom. This is called good friendship. Uh, so, uh, you can still have someone to refer to. Uh, but if, let's say, if you stay in a place with, um, with Sangha, then why should a person not choose to go to the Sangha? Yeah. Oh, so, uh, not saying that, uh, oh, if no Sangha, then, then die. Yeah, there are a lot of different avenues. Reading books, um, 
Here, you notice that the Buddha never said anything about whether it's Buddhist or non-Buddhist, uh, because Brahmin is actually uh, not not Buddhist. Uh, so even if you consult them about what is wholesome, what is unwholesome, yeah, uh, it can it can go in the it can be good also. Um, of course, the I would presume. Uh, um, the part that is correct would count. Uh. <laughs> the, yeah. Brahmin is consi- Brahmin is actually white Tao also. Uh, so the Buddha don't say only if you visit the Buddhist ascetic. Uh, there are some there are some part where let's say in terms of the uh, enlightenment, uh, noble eightfold path. Then the Buddha specifically say he do not see in all the uh, in the whole world with the Brahma with the uh, Mara ascetic <coughs> and so on. He do not see the noble eightfold path in any other teachings. Uh, but here, uh, this is the scope is a bit broader. Uh, so here, even if a person uh, were to consult um, those who are uh, virtuous. Yeah. So in, in Buddhism, this is the interesting part. We don't simply condemn people because it's a different religion. <laughs> yeah. If a person, let's say, uh, is a let's say a non-Buddhist, uh, a, a Christian priest, a Muslim imam, a Hindu priest, can be any religion, and they teach people not to kill. Yeah, this is part of the commandment. Ma. Yeah, we, we should say, hey, good, 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 please continue teaching that. <laughs> and in fact, if you think about it, uh, if all religious teachers in the whole world teaches everybody not to kill, well, the whole world, hey, and, and, of, you know, and, and, and really push for it, hey, the world will be so peaceful, you know. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> yeah, so, some, so although sometimes I'm quite... You know, like uh, quite how to call it. Uh, I I draw the line very clearly between uh, Buddhism and non-Buddhism. Uh, but there are certain parts which, if you ask me, um, today, if you ask me, uh, I would. Yeah, if I can have a wish uh, fulfilled, I would. Of course, the highest wish is. Everybody enlightened. Oh, all enlightened. But if if that is not possible, then I would rather wish that all everybody, regardless of their religion, uh, have peace inside them and not harm others. Yeah. So as far as this part is concerned, um, those uh, religious people who are virtuous, uh, so should be included. Excluding the wrong view part. Uh. <laughs> Those part that has wrong views. <laughs> wrong view is wrong view. <laughs> oh. Ah. So, 
Um, it depends. So, for example, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good point, huh? Uh, but why is there not more elephant? Uh, because it, even the other one, right? The other monk who become an elephant, he managed to become an elephant because he do a lot of charity. Uh, if he had done lesser, he would become a lesser animal. Oh, you also mentioned that uh, uh, the person who does charity, uh. Uh, so do all the things, but doesn't actually touch on the Buddhist teachings. Does that equate to being that the white elephant that is in the, the palace? Uh, yes and no. Uh. So even here, even here, right? Uh, it, the if you look at all the cases, right? Uh, there are always two cases. Yeah. Uh, firstly, the wholesome and then the unwholesome. Then for wholesome and unwholesome, there's also two cases. Here we are looking at the the unwholesome one. So for the unwholesome one, the a person can be reborn in the lower realms, which would include the animal realm. But here the Buddha say in all the cases, may not uh, uh, may not immediately you, you do this and next life be reborn in the lower realms. So may be reborn as a human also. Uh, so those who do charity, uh, firstly, they do charity. Then in whatever realms they are reborn in, they can, if it if it's possible, then when that ripens, they will be they will have uh, superior uh, health, superior beauty, superior happiness, and so on and so forth. Yeah. So there are five five strength from giving. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, so depends. Uh. For example, uh, just because a person is Buddhist doesn't mean they have wisdom also. Uh. Because not everybody learn as much. Uh. If you think about... Wait, wait, slowly. Let's, wait, so let's look at Buddhism first. Yeah. If you consider, right, in the past few weeks in the SGC in Heart Sutra, I... I as GC, I've been touching on right view, and what what we find is that um, most Buddhists um, actually don't know what is right view, and most Buddhists never heard of the Four Noble Truth and Eightfold Path also. Yeah, uh, but most Buddhists uh, would let's say would not disagree with the statement that. All things are impermanent. Yeah, uh, most Buddhists would agree with the law of karma that if you do something, there are results. The specific, uh, like just now I mentioned, or Zosian, you know, uh, there's a bit of wrong view actually. And that's why I sometimes highlight to some devotees this is wrong view. Yeah. So my point is, firstly, even for Buddhists, uh, not everybody have equal understanding. So it's not a given that if you are Buddhist, then die, die, you will be born wise. Yeah. If you have a Buddhist, but number one, you never learn sufficiently the, the core of the teachings. Yeah. There are a lot of things to learn. But there's a difference between Buddhism classes versus Dharma. Okay. 
Buddhism classes can include history la, yeah, history of Buddhism, how it developed la, a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, uh, Buddhism classes can teach you about oh, what are, is the significance of the uh, of the Buddhist flag, uh, the five colors. What is the significance? If you look at all the suttas, there's no such a thing as Buddhist flag. The Buddha never teach about Buddhist flag because there was no Buddhist flag. The Buddhist flag was created, uh, I think, in 1950-something or 60-something. Yeah. When Vesak, uh, Vesak was formally uh, passed as a bill in the United Nations. It was proposed by the, the, the representative from Sri Lanka. It's wonderful, but that is not uh, the core Dharma. Even if you memorize the five colors and everything, it doesn't attain, cause you to uh, reach enlightenment. Yeah. So the Dharma part, um, the core part is four noble truth, eightfold path, and within this is the is the the core teaching. Yeah. So now now having covered Buddhist, yeah, that means Buddhist. Just because you call yourself a Buddhist doesn't mean that. Everybody learn the same thing, yeah. And there are a lot of people who learn things like oh, how to, how to prostrate. Actually, this part also doesn't get you enlightened. Yeah, how to hold the incense <laughs> doesn't get you enlightened. Yeah, here you notice is talking about whether you pay respect, whether you have the right attitude. Uh, it's not how you express the attitude. Uh, then. Um, Moving outside of Buddhism, um, does it mean that a non-Buddhist think that the whole world is in, is permanent? I don't think so. Yeah, they may have, uh, according to some religion, they may believe that oh, all the things we can see, they are all impermanent. Uh, but outside of this, there is a place that is permanent, that is forever. It's a belief. Yeah, now. If you hold on to it to the point of it being a view, that means you hold it very strongly. To be a view is it must be very strong. Yeah. Uh, to that point, then it can bring you to the low realms. But again, over here, based on this Kama Sutta, Shula Kama Vibhanga Sutta, um, not all actions will immediately bring you to the lower realms. Yeah. So even a person who have uh, who have um, let's say done charity, he may have done charity and maybe the view is not very strong also. So uh, so live just like everybody else. Yeah. So doesn't mean that this person will be born in the lower realms number one. Can be born as a human being. And maybe because of charity can have a well, very good life also, yeah. But whatever wrong mindset can perpetuate, yeah, may perpetuate and have to continue to have the wrong mindset, yeah. So, um, question is then: Does it mean that they are not wise? If a person uh, disagree that all things are impermanent, do you think this person is wise? If a person insists on something that is not the same as reality, you cannot say that this person is wise. It's not that, oh, because 
it is outside of Buddhism, so we say it's not wise. It is that if a, the Buddha observed the truth, observed reality, so whatever the Buddha taught is in line with reality. And if a person uh, don't go and learn about reality, then of course the person holds on to the mindset of things that is opposite of reality. So here it's not a punishment, uh, then <laughs> oh the bond stupid. It's just a consequence. You Yeah, so those people who don't okay. have Chen Chi Chen Chen Chi of course subsequently okay. hard to have. Uh, don't make the effort to cultivate Chen Chi Chen Jian. But can be intelligent, ah. Uh. Possible to be intelligent, ah. Uh. <laughs> intelligent can can be worldly worldly knowledge, ma. Ah. Uh. Can be worldly knowledge, ah. Uh. No wisdom. Yeah, there are some people who are who has very intelligent but no wisdom, ah. Uh. Huh? <laughs> Uh, we we uh, when <laughs> when we were young, that's what my mom uh, do, and he, that's what she uh, ever shared with us. Yeah, that uh, I think he, she learned it from somebody. That yeah. Uh, simply put, when you donate to a school, the no matter how it's used, it directly or indirectly contribute to other people learning. Yeah. So, um, I like to think that uh, so far from what we understand from karma, if you contribute to somebody's well-being, then you receive well-being. Then you, the result is well-being. If you give people health, you support people's health, then you get good health. You do things that is detrimental to people's health. You go and harm people physically. Then next time you have bad health. Similarly for our minor uh, so that's why in the in other t- suttas you all, you all know about the old lady who tried to hug the Buddha there was this uh, there was at this time the Buddha was uh, out uh, I think on arms also so suddenly this this old lady came saw the Buddha like Feng Feng Tian Tian, crazy, crazy one. Uh. Then, whoa, 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 then suddenly see the Buddha, wow! Oh, then Chong, I want to go and hug the Buddha. No? So, Venerable Ananda tried to stop her. Then the Buddha said, Stand aside. The Buddha let her hug. Eh. So, after her, then, oh, then, after that, uh, after hugging the Buddha, he, he's, she's, she seemed to be a bit more like, um, I call that karma and not so like Feng Feng Tian Tian, not so crazy anymore. So the Buddha explained to the disciples that this lady, uh, the reason for her to be in this state, yeah, is that for five hundred lives, she was the mother of the Buddha. Mm. So by right, being the mother of the Buddha should be very good married, ma. Yeah, uh, but in those five hundred lives, 
whenever the Buddha want to cultivate, she stop her, stop him. When she he wants to go and ordain, she stop. Yeah, for five hundred life, keep stopping, stopping, stopping. So because of the heavy karma, she was reborn in the lower realms, and when reborn as a human being, is deranged. And the but the moment she see the Buddha, that motherly love wow so strong. The Buddha said, if when if Venerable Ananda had stopped her, she would have uh, died of grief. <laughs> yeah, for not ha- having a chance to hug the Buddha. Yeah, because of that strong attachment, you know. Yeah, so this uh, this sutta is often uh, related. Whenever a mother stop their son or daughter <laughs> from ordaining. <laughs> <laughs> I must go and check. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, although not all of us have the for- have the merit or fortune to have our children choosing the ordain, um, you can, sometimes you may encounter friends or colleagues or family who stop people from learning uh, for whatever reasons. The reasons is not important. But you you do notice that there are some when they hear others wanting to do charity, oh, they are very encouraging. There are some who, I do for what government a lot of money la, you you waste your money what, you know for whatever reasons. Then there are those who when they hear that oh you're going to attend some classes, oh they are very rejoiceful. They may not have the conditions to attend, but they are rejoiceful for you. But there are those who. I uh, attend what Dhamma class. Hey, sing jiu hao. Some people will say such, such things. Huh? Yeah. So, um, when, uh, even though it's not their children, stopping people from learning. Yeah. Unless, I mean, given. If a person say they want to go and learn to become, uh, to go and, uh, let's say, do something bad. Then we should speak out and say, "Hey, that's not good. Uh. Why do you want to go and learn how to rob a bank or what?" Yeah, but if a person learns some knowledge, uh, even worldly knowledge, nothing wrong with that, uh, Worldly knowledge, yeah. Uh, for a lay person, learning not worldly knowledge is important. You need worldly knowledge to survive. Uh, yeah. If you don't have worldly knowledge, how do you make a living? How do you support yourself? In fact, without worldly knowledge, you may get conned. You may not be, know how what food is. You know, the fact that we know what can be eaten, what cannot be eaten, this really knowledge. Yeah, to, to just survive. Yeah. Then beyond that is the supra mundane knowledge, the, the, the Dharma. Uh, hang on. Uh. You wanted to comment about oh, something just now. Because she talked about this, the elephant was trying to... I'm very excited to... <laughs> <laughs> So what, what, so what was the thing? The elephant. There will be a lot of elephant. Oh. So uh, I think it depends on the posting. Oh. Posting? Yeah. Because may not be posted as an elephant. Uh. Yeah. So. The blind man and the elephant. No, no, you, you, you missed you miss the class where I, I talked about, where, where, where there's a, uh, a sutta about two two monks in a past life. Yeah, they, they were practitioners, but one 
cultivate wisdom and only wisdom. Never cultivate giving. The other one like to do giving. Wow, so joyful on that. But never cultivate wisdom. Yeah. Hinduism, they still talk about Hinduism. Hinduism. Yeah. The white elephant is very important. Ah. Uh, so Krishna, 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 and the white elephant. All these, they are their friends. My, my helpless, she's studying. Ganesha. Ganesh. She told me, say white elephant is very important. Yeah. I don't know how is it. It's not. But one thing, ah. Keep, keep. Uh, one thing you must take note, mm. Sifu don't, uh, uh, some, sometimes we, we may have questions about other religion. Yeah. That's one thing that you will, you will notice, Sifu don't, um, like, I don't criticize other religions' practices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless the practice is objectively harmful to others. Mm-hmm. Huh? So other religions, they have their own belief, then they want to pray to this or that in this way or that way, it's okay. Yeah? We don't share in that belief, um, it's their choice. But if let's say, if in order to do their, their worship, part of their practice involves harming other people, and then you're harming other people, that I have to say. I'm not criticizing it as a religious practice, but the fact that you harm other people. yeah. Or, if there are some people who say, that, oh, but this is our religious practice. And what is that practice? If their religious practice involves uh, destroying other people's religion, uh, uh, like distorting other people's teachings, uh, trying to... S- say all kinds of things to replace other religion, reduce other religion, and then I have a right to say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we are not supporting interfaith harmony. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because if, if everybody do this, then we, we, we start war. We, I mean, this is the natural result, right? So, uh, this is the only time I will say uh, that is not right. Yeah. Other than that, you have your right to have a religious belief. Yeah, you can believe in anything. You, you want to you want to do all kinds of practices, yeah, according to your belief, that's fine. Unless it intrudes into other people. Uh, so um uh, Okay, ask ask later, ask later. Uh, remember this question, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so this 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 kind of question you notice that I I almost never explain in class. <laughs> uh, uh, but do, do but do you know why Sufu never explained this kind of question? Because it's not in the Dharma. Ah, see, you are quite wise. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. Okay. So, uh, number nineteen, task student. The way that leads to short life makes people short-lived. The way that leads to long life makes people long-lived. So the Buddha is doing a summary of all the all the different uh, sections that he has 
covered. Yeah. The way that leads to sickliness makes people sick makes people sickly. The way that leads to health makes people healthy. And again, this sickliness and health healthy um, it's not about uh, it's not about what happened after you are born, but it's that you are born that way. Yeah. Um, if let's say you are born uh, you are born with let's say some uh, some condition uh, that requires you to be on medication throughout your whole life, uh, this is included in the sickliness. But if let's say you are born okay average, yeah, uh, but because of your own lifestyle. Okay, uh, you frequent uh, night sport, uh, not you, la, but a person, uh, a person frequent night sport, then take a lot of alcohol, and then because of that sick, well, then come to Shifu and say, Shifu, why, uh, why am I always, wow, I'm, I'm now having liver problem, why, uh, is it because of past karma, can you do some chanting, <laughs> no, no use, uh. <laughs> if a person is destroying his own health or her own health because of all this, then no matter how you go and chant, go and do offering, if a, some, but some people have this kind of wrong mindset, yeah, their own current life actions, they don't change. And then, well, they go to temples, donate, donate, donate. If future life, maybe it can be good, but it doesn't change this. And then there's one more problem. The person has wrong view. Uh, so the charity has charity result, but there's wrong view planted also. That's why sometimes when students come and ask me questions, uh, consultation, uh, they go away disappointed. Because <laughs> they hope to have a simple solution. Oh, just do some chanting. But not everything can be chanted away. Ah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Ah, let me show you, let me tell you, okay? Ah, you must abandon, not, not you, uh, but you must abandon anger. Ah, okay. So, is your answer? Uh, no, no, no. Your answer, the answer to your question is paragraph 13, uh, paragraph 10, sorry, 10. Page 163, paragraph 10. Oh, I see everybody's so excited. <laughs> oh, uh, turn to 124 on how to cultivate wisdom. Then everybody just. <laughs> how to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I must I, I tell you uh, uh, if a person cultivate loving kindness uh, compassion over time um, it doesn't mean that initially you have single eyelid then suddenly you have double eyelid <laughs> <laughs> uh? okay no uh uh, yeah. It doesn't mean that oh you your nose is like that, then after you do all this then suddenly the nose oh. uh, not necessarily. Yeah. Um but your you you would have uh you will be lovable. Yeah. You would people will find you pleasant to be with. Yeah. In our life I'm sure you have encountered some who are very handsome, some who are very pretty, but not beautiful. Yeah. Pretty, but not beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but let me, t- let me share with you. Uh, 
Uh, I don't know whether these people well, every day apply SK2. <laughs> I mean, some people, the complexion is naturally darker, some are fairer, uh, but there are those who have been practicing uh, whether the meta, meta meditation and so on. Hey, um, there, there are many people who say that uh, before they start the practice and after some years, uh, hey, you see a difference. Yeah. Literally, visually, look, have a difference. But again, not that you have double eyelid or what, <laughs> uh, but it has an, a certain aura about the person. No? Yeah. So don't have to wait until next life, okay? So you all better bookmark this. Huh? <laughs> Page 163, uh, paragraph 10 is your magic <laughs> paragraph. <laughs> yeah. The way that leads to health makes people healthy. The way that leads to ugliness makes people ugly. The way that leads to beauty makes people beautiful. The way that leads to being influential makes people influential. The way that leads to being inf- oh sorry. The way that leads to uninfluential makes people uninfluential. The way that leads to being influential makes people influential. The way that leads to poverty makes people poor. The way that leads to wealth makes people wealthy. The way that leads to low birth makes people low born. The way that leads to high birth makes people high born. The way that leads to stupidity makes people stupid. The way that leads to wisdom makes people wise. Beings are owners of their actions, heirs of their actions. They originate from their actions, are are bound to their actions, have their actions to their refuge as their refuge. It is action that distinguishes beings as inferior and superior. When this was said, the Brahmin student Subha, Todeya's son, said to the Blessed One, "Magnificent Master Gotama, magnificent Master Gotama," as in preceding text. So, if we look at the preceding text, so in page one six one, para twenty forty four. Um, there's a section. So, Master Gotama has made the Dhamma clear in many ways, as though he were turning upright what had been overthrown, revealing what had was hidden, showing the way to one who was lost, or holding up a lamp in the darkness so those with good eyesight can see forms. We now go for refuge to Master Gotama, to the Dhamma and to the Sangha of monks. Let Master Gotama accept us as lay followers who have gone for refuge from today until life's end. Yeah. So this is the standard formula of going for refuge in the past. Yeah. Um, and this is what how they come to the point where they have doubts, they have questions, and they ask the Buddha. Yeah. And when the Buddha gives a thorough explanation, ah, they get uplifted their doubts are clarified and they, they start to have confidence in the Buddha, his teachings and the Sangha of monks. Yeah. So then as a result, they proclaim it. Yeah. We now go for refuge to Master Gotama. Uh, he, you see, he never say Buddha yeah, because that's how they refer to the Buddha. Yeah, Master Gotama. So this is 
Majima Nikaya 135 uh, from Vibanga Sutta. Yeah. Majima Nikaya, uh, this is, I'm, I'm now looking at 166. Yeah. 166, you have MN135. Uh, can you see? MN135. MN stands for Majima Nikaya. Yeah. M A J J H I. see the time. Uh. Is it 9 o'clock yet? Oh, not yet, not yet. Okay. The next section, merit, the key to good fortune. Ah, merit. Merit is what uh, most people want, what we call fu bao. Ah, fu bao, hok bo, hok bo. Yeah, Do you want to have merit? Say yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How much? Uh? <laughs> yeah. So subsection one, meritorious deeds. Monks, do not fear meritorious deeds. This is an expression denoting happiness. What is desirable, wished for, dear and agreeable. That is Meritorious deeds. For I know full well, monks, that for a long time I experienced desirable, wished for, dear, and agreeable results from often performing meritorious deeds. Ah, so you have the answer here. How much? You say perform often. Often. That means. Tapai yeah? Tapai Ah. 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 Ah, you know, sometimes it actually is a valid question. Uh, how much should I do? Like, I, I tell young kids, uh, every day offer a glass of water to the parents. Yeah, uh, some parents feel that, ayah, don't so mafan la, my kid, uh, don't know how old, then later pour, then spill the water, then what? Yeah, so, but it's, it's for them to cultivate. Uh, number one, filial piety. Yeah. Then number two, service. Number three, merit. Yeah. So, why not, right? Yeah. Cal- 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 uh, yeah. But already, then lagi was must cultivate faster. 
must do it faster. Yeah. Huh? Nothing to calculate. <laughs> mm. So some people uh, have this mindset like, so uh, how how often, yeah? Or some people think, uh, like you know, in the office sometimes you bring those uh, like fun fair coupon or something. Then some colleagues will buy. Some be- colleagues will say, yeah, last last week I just bought some leh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Some people will say that. But sometimes you think about it. Morning you also eat breakfast. Then lunch you immediately eat leh. Huh? Then at night you still eat leh. <laughs> huh? But when it comes to food, we never think, eh, I I I just eat today. <laughs> yeah, we never think, ah, once a day I eat, or three times a day I week, or three times a week I eat. We think, wow, that's nice food. I must eat now. So we should look at uh, the opportunity to do merits in the same way. Whenever there's opportunity, we should think, wow, rare opportunity, you know. What is the number one condition? Rebirth in the human realm. Lower realms, not that it's impossible, but harder to, to do merits. Hungry ghosts and, and hell realm, very difficult. Animal realm, we, we can see for ourselves, some animals can still do. But you see most animals fighting. Even even um, animals that we think of as being very gentle, yeah, like horse, la, goat. If you really go and look at the farmer, oh, the chon, they can be quite fierce one when it comes to food. Yeah. So as a human being, is superior. But how about heavenly realm? Heavenly realm lagivers. Everybody have the same their, their own things. You have no chance to give. Nobody is in need. So born in a human realm, that's the first condition. Yeah. So don't don't think I I have no chance to to do charity. No. You already fulfill the first condition for making marriage. As a human being, number one condition. Yeah. Number two uh, you may think, but I, I uh, Singapore, in fact, in Singapore, is getting harder and harder. Yeah, but there are still people who need our help. Yeah, but for those of us who have the privilege of having our parents still around, ah, don't wait anymore. Yeah, but sometimes, not that we don't want. Uh, sometimes our our parents, some parents <laughs> I mean, it is a fact. I'm not criticizing anyone in particular. I've seen for myself some elderly. This son and sometimes it's not that. Oh, son and daughter. Son and daughter quite obvious. But sometimes it's very ironical. Sometimes one son want to go and give, then but not the elder son. Then, I uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, so sometimes elderly must make it easy for people to serve you. Yeah, for their, for your own happiness, for their happiness. Yeah, if we are easy to serve, yeah, uh, then you find that you are welcome everywhere. Don't, don't make yourself so difficult to serve. Yeah, but when I say this, I also remind myself, uh, don't make it so difficult. Yeah, but sometimes I'm quite, quite picky. Uh, like when people offer drinks, then I touch, is it sticky? <laughs> but I I say I like to think that 
it's not a matter of preference. It's a, about objective truth that if it's sticky, then it means that there's some, like this one is not. But sometimes if the exterior is sticky, it's not that, wow, Sifu is so new, you know, it's sticky, then you are not happy. No, it's not about me being happy or not. It's that when it's sticky outside, that means it can attract ants. Yeah, if the cap is, if it's too full, then it can spill easily. Just a bit, huh? Singapore ends or not other country ends. Or <laughs> <laughs> then sometimes, yeah, so it becomes a, I must quickly go and bring it back, then immediately put in the fridge if I don't drink immediately. You know, that, that day I put one of the container, then I was, I put it down at my desk, then I do my things. Then suddenly I look around, <laughs> whole table of ends. But fortunately for me, I, I don't care. Like, I just, no, 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 no. Not for, I don't know, 15 minutes until they, they are gone. Then I, li- I leave them alone. I, I live in harmony with ants. Yeah. But the trouble is sometimes if they manage to go in, they, they are attracted, then they go in, then they die inside. Then how, who is responsible? The person who never clean up properly, you know, not my problem. Huh? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, okay, so second paragraph. Having cultivated for seven years a mind of loving kindness, for seven aeons of contraction and expansion, I did not return to this world. Wow. Seven years a mind of loving kindness. What is loving kindness? Yeah. So it means having the mindset of wishing for others to be happy. Yeah. To, to cultivate this for seven years. Sometimes... Uh, so, it means that for, for, for seven eons, he didn't re- get reborn as a human being. All in the heavenly realm. Uh, whenever the eon contracted, I reached the plane of streaming radiance. And when the eon expanded, I arose in an empty divine mansion. And there I was Brahma, Brahma, the great Brahma, the unvanquished victor, the all-seeing, the all-powerful. <clears throat> Thirty-six times I was Saka, ruler of the Devas. Uh, so these are all the times when he is reborn out of this world, as in human realm. Many hundreds of times I was a wheel-turning monarch, righteous, a king of righteousness, conqueror of the four regions of the earth, maintaining stability in the land, in possession of the seven treasures. So, this is not just a, an ordinary king, but already as a human being. Then what need is there to speak of mere local kingship? Yeah. So, besides the heavenly rebirth, he was reborn as a wheel-turning monarch. That means not just a small king, but king that is covering a, a very big empire. So, and for that, many hundreds of times. So the last line, what need is there to speak of mere local kingship? Meaning that as a local king, man, maybe thousands, a, a lot of times. Yeah. So then, it occurred to me, monks, to wonder, of what kind of deed of mine is this the fruit? Yeah. So he, he wondered, wow, he experienced so, so much like great results what kind of deed like what did he do in other words 
yeah, that there is such a fruit. Of what deeds ripening am I now of such great accomplishment and power? And then it occurred to me, it is the fruit of three kinds of deeds of mine, the ripening of three kinds of deeds that I am now of such great accomplishment and power. The three deeds of giving, of, mas- of self-mastery and of refraining. Yeah. So this is something that <coughs> needs uh, time to understand. The first one is easy, deeds of giving. Yeah. This is what we always do. Yeah. We give to charity. Self-mastery. That means learning to master your, your, your I think here should be uh, mastering, mastering your mind. Uh. Yeah, that, the other one is refraining. Uh, precepts. Yeah, so this should correspond to uh, uh, the mastery may not be hui. Uh. So it's shi, jie, and ding. Yeah, shi, ding, and jie. Yeah. So you can see this in the next uh, section also. Yeah. Uh, Today we are not going to go to the next section yet, but if you just look at three bases of merit, these two are the same. There are old monks, three ways of making merit. What three? There are ways of making merit by giving, by moral discipline, and by the development of meditation. Huh? So refraining should be moral, moral discipline. Yeah. Self-mastery should be meditation. Uh, so, uh, that day while in the car, there was a conversation about how to cultivate merit. Yeah. So I was highlighting that we usually think, oh, we go and participate in the puja, or we chant for a whole day, or or one whole week, or ten days, or twenty-one days. Then after that, wow, that's a grand puja to to commemorate the whole thing. Wow, then maybe for Chinese tradition maybe even burn some things uh, yeah, like uh, I, I don't know about other traditions but Chinese traditions usually wow, then they, they, they read all the names then wow, feel very blessed wow, then we feel like there's a lot of merit but here, Buddha say, through these three things, whenever you do charity, yeah, when you do giving, there is merit. When you observe precepts, there is merit, no. Uh, there is merit. When you meditate, don't think lightly of meditation, uh, there is merit, you know. Uh, so, that, that's, uh, apart from what we have learned today, um, in in a few other suttas, the Buddha highlighted the merit of observing eight precepts. Yeah, observing eight precepts, cause so that is a source of merit also. If you observe the precepts, it becomes a source of merit. Yeah. Then how about learning Dharma? It's yeah. not included here. <laughs> yeah. So. So it goes beyond all this, uh, yeah. It transcends all this. Uh, in the so that day in the car, I highlighted Diamond Sutra, yeah. Uh, uh, so 
throughout the whole Diamond Sutra, there are a lot of sections talking about uh, where the Buddha asked the disciple, Venerable Shubhuti, yeah, ask, uh, consider this, Dongfang uh, Shikong uh, yeah. So the in the east, the space in the east, yeah, the, the empty space in the east, yeah. Can you fathom, yeah? Is there a limit to it? Can you can you think of how broad that is? Oh, oh, very broad. Then how about the 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 southern direction? How about the western northern direction? How about the up and the down direction? Oh, all cannot. Now consider if you have a the whole space enclosed and then with that amount with that space you fill with the seven treasures and you offer to all the Buddhas is that merit great? is it great? yes then the Buddha after that say yeah, the merit yeah, of of uh, learning, so learning and then practicing, and then do and song. Yeah, and the last part, Wei it is far supreme, far supreme. Yeah. No, that day, that's why that day in the car, I I said that you <laughs> Never get it. <laughs> because, uh, let me finish the, the, the two long texts first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the last chapter of Jing Gang Jing actually highlights this. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, that means the last chapter explains what is, what does it mean by you know, uh, to teach or, or to, to speak of the teachings for others. Uh, so, and how do, what do we mean by that? Then it explains. It never say, oh, you use these words and that words to explain. No. It says, It means, oh, to, to teach people is to not grasp onto anything. Yeah. Then it says, why is it so? Then it says, It says, because the, the gist of the teaching is, that all things are actually intangible, the, the crux of the teaching. In other words, the best way to teach people is to understand the teaching and practice according to the teaching. Yeah. If you can pr- do that and do according to the teaching, that's the best way to teach. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, huh? that, that is Diamond Sutra, not, not this part. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, that so because it's all uh, just, just, just the form. <clears throat> it is intangible. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> ultimately, not tangible. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. So we stop here. Like, uh, I think. If this deeds are, if you stop people from doing the good deeds, does it mean that you are doing demerits? You are doing what? Let's say you stop people doing the merits. Uh huh. I does it mean that you do a demerit to the person? Yeah, I, I explained that just now also. Uh. Uh, if a person wants to do, if a person wants to do wholesome deeds, and uh, another person stop that person from doing, the person number one is harming that person, and because you're harming another person, you yourself, that person also have demerit. Yes, the five colors. Like <laughs> <laughs> right? Yen